The World Show with Nikki B. And if you missed it live, catch the broadcast on Kaya959.co.za. Kaya959. And now I have uh, the special guest that I had planned to have tonight. Welcome always to the World Show, Carlo Mombelli. Yeah, hi Nick. It was hi, so good Carla. to be here. It's always yeah. good to be here. Yeah, love and I believe here. the last time we had a brief chat yeah. on, on Zoom about yeah, yeah. your show. How was your show at the Market Theatre? The, the shows at the Market Theatre were very, very good. Yes. Are, it's such a nice place to play in. Yes. I'm so pleased uh, they're doing a live music yeah, there again. I mean, I, I played there, I think it was, uh, I started playing there, I think around 1986. They used yes. to do jazz on a Saturday afternoon there. Yeah, I remember yeah. those days when the market theatre was buzzing on yeah, a they Saturday. Had the, they had the market there on yes. the, the Mary Fitzgerald Square. Oh, it yes. was amazing. Yes. So, you know, it's, and the sound is gorgeous and the vibe is beautiful and super professional, eh? Yes. They, oh, oh they, good. The they, team is good. The team, they are professionals. Yes. Great sound, sound engineer. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, and, 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 then, and, and great the, acoustics as well. Excellent acoustics. And then, and then last night I also played that show. Oh, did you? Yeah, uh, oh. uh, the Chris Seabrook at Wits. We oh, played okay, again great. with Sam Samuel because I got this new project with, um, it's, it's called Mombelli's Chamber. You yes. know, it's, it's called Mombelli's Chamber because it was supposed to be Mombelli's Chamber Ensemble and then they, on the poster, they left off the ensemble part. Yes. And I thought, ah, Mombelli's like Chamber, it. actually, that sounds nice. <laughs> As with, again, Carl Shepard, you know, Carl Shepard is just yes. oh. pure magic. We have a great connection and I've got Susan Maton. Incredible cellist. Yes, um, she's the principal cellist in the JPO. She's just incredible. Her sound, and then Suzonki. Oh, but he's beautiful. playing bass clarinet. Okay. So with the cello and the um, bass clarinet, and with Carl, I thought no drums. Yeah. Because then you can hear the the detail of the music, the the softness of the music. So I'm playing the music that we played. They're recorded in Europe. Yes. This with drums and guitars. So it's a completely different lineup, yes. but it's the same music. And so I've you playing the it. same songs with mm. a different Yeah, and I've, I've arranged it especially for cello and bass clarinet. Beautiful. Oh, oh, please tell me when you're going to do that one <laughs> yes. again. And we, played lo- we played last night. <laughs> yes. It was... It was really magical. Really special. Yeah, it was very nice. And then I launched the CD last night as well. So I had CDs there for the first time here in South Africa. People were buying them. And, oh, yeah, fantastic. Went, yeah, fantastic. Nice. But you, you were at WOMAD. I was at WOMAD. I was actually <laughs> MC. So <laughs> I, I was working. I, I couldn't have left. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good festival that year. Yes, yes. Great. Mm. But, you know, thinking about it, Carla, also before the, our Zoom chat, which we had a couple yeah, of weeks yeah. ago, the last time you were here, mm. was it pre-COVID? I think but you were mm. on your way to Europe and you had a whole lot of things lined up mm. um, and you were playing with the orchestra if I remember correctly or, yes, uh, or arranging no, for I, we were arranging you for were like arranging a, we arranged for a, for a, it was a festival like a big band festival and I had Adrian Mears also arranging I, I had something with I've done so many things the Eurydia Ensemble was it that? that's the one that's yeah, it, the it, one it, it was a big ensemble made up from Austria Italy yes. Switzerland and they were playing my music and I arranged the music for woodwinds and three basses and two yes. drums a whole big thing amazing mm, yeah wow those must be incredible incredible performances yeah yeah it's 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 really nice you know and it's totally yeah. different from like working with as a quartet or a, a five piece you know mm. wow you do such 
diverse activities. I do, yeah. <laughs> I, I do like the smaller formats, though. Yes. Uh, this, like the band that I have now, the Chamber uh, Ensemble thing with no drums, and, and Kyle plays I've got a drum kit next to the because um, I know that he can play drums yes. so I've got the I've got the piano and I've got a drum kit next to the piano yes and then he just turns around from the piano and there's some tracks where he just starts playing drums oh, and he goes amazing. back to the piano oh, amazing. and something like uh, this 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 trio recording I did in Europe now oh Yes. The well, this is what you are here are, to talk. Mm. The musicians on this album, just yeah. listening to this album. <laughs> yeah, the musicians yes. or someone else. Yes. Yeah. So tell me, Lullaby for Planet Earth. Yeah. What a beautiful title. Where did that Thank come you. from? Man, you know, Nikki, the, um, these last three years maybe was COVID. And then, you know, the, the world's kind of not in a in a happy space at the moment. It's tough. It's yeah, really challenging. And you look at the cover of the CD. It's look at it. It's, it's the planet. This is a beautiful painting by Beezy Bailey, the South African oh, artist. Oh, did Beezy Bailey do this yeah, painting? Wonderful. So it's it's the planet, and can you see the people are falling off the the all these beautiful flowers? They're all falling off the planet. Yes. I, I need to. So these last two years, I started writing these songs, thinking about all this stuff, and they, they they're kind of like lullabies. The the, the album is extremely gentle. Yes. And um, you know, but when when I, I, I when I came back actually to South Africa with my children in um, '99, um, I wanted my kids to grow up here, and yes. so I gave. I was rich, I was teaching the Rikoswas Conservatory. We just we packed up. We wanted to come home. People were saying such negative things yes. about everything, and I thought, look, I want my children to to know about the beautiful things on the planet as yes. well. So then I wrote a tune called Let's Grow Basil, Roses, Lemons, Love. Because in my garden, um, my garden is full of, I've got some lemon trees. Yes. I've always got basil, loads of beautiful roses. I was walking around the garden and I think, man, I, I just want, I want to teach my, my children about these things as yes, well. Yes. And I want to grow that as well. Because you talk about always this negative, negative, it starts, it starts growing Absolutely. What you focus on magnifies. So that's that's what I did then. Let's grow basil roses, lemons, and love. Yes. And that's I just want this this album to be something positive. I want the music to just be gentle and put us in a positive space somehow. And. Absolutely, like, yeah. it is a completely healing mm. experience. I'm yeah. so excited to play some of the songs <laughs> with you. Yeah, and in yeah. fact, on that note, because yeah. there's a lot more I want to yeah. ask you. Mm. But on that note, I'm mm. going to play the opening track, okay. and it was actually one of the tracks I'd chosen. But then you you mentioned to me that you said, "Please make sure you play this track." Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about this track, the title of it, and why you love it. Oh, you know these 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 um. These opposites are always happening. These positives and negatives, and and you know. So when I played this, it hurts when I laugh. You know when you're laughing so much yes. that it actually hurts you. Yes. Or um, a beautiful hurt. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it it and it tickles when I cry. So sometimes you you cry, but it's you it's it, Kind of laughing about something, yes. but it's hurting you. This is ne- these negatives and the positives. Yes. The, it's like these two um, magnets, uh, the, the 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 poles. They don't kind of mag- They don't meet somehow. Yes. 
And, and it also yeah. makes sense, but it doesn't make sense, but it, it makes sense. Yes, yes. that's right. Yeah. Yes. So it's just, just this, this, this energy somehow. So this track, then I wrote this track and the title, It Hurts When I Laugh, It Tickles When I Cry. And that's what... That's what came out of, on this track, yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Carlo Mombelli with us, the album Lullaby for Planet Earth. I'm going to play you this track, and then after that, we're actually going to talk about yeah. uh, the artists that are featured on this album because it is something so very, very special. You're listening to The World Show. I'm Nikki B. Give it a clap. <laughs> Carlo Mombelli. Wow. Master mm. of masters. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. It hurts Thank when you. I laugh. It tickles when I cry. The album Lullaby for Planet Earth. Yes. Mm. What were you going to say? <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy that you like it. I love it. I love mm. this album. It is medicine, this album. It's complete mm. medicine. Yeah. It's what we need, as you said. Yeah. But now tell me about these amazing musicians. And you also said it was completely live. We, we recorded one and a half days, the whole album, sitting together. Just We just played live. Um, there was... Um, even the singing, there was, there's no overdubs on this at all, wow. on the whole album. Wow. So I, I have my bass and I have a microphone um, where I'm, I'm playing and I'm singing. Guitar on the, my right, Joche, the, the drummer on, on my left there. He's also playing vibraphone on some tracks. And just the way they recorded, you know, on the, on the classical guitar, yes. seven microphones around, spaced around the guitar. Wow. So... The engineer was incredible, yes. besides the musicians. And they, this, this microphone, they, they left it on throughout the entire recording, my vocal mic. So, uh, they, they didn't just put it on when I was singing. They left it on so you can hear me breathing. Because yes. I breathe the band in, I don't, so when we're playing live, I don't, I don't count them in one, yes. two, three, four. You know, you don't hear that. It's to bring them in and you hear this. So I breathe in. And then they play on the out. And then the band plays. Amazing. So, so Beautiful. I, and, and you can hear this, me bring the, bringing them in and out with my breathing. And as I'm playing, I'm breathing. And then it's also picking up. So I play electric bass. But the sound, you can hear the sound of my bass is being picked up by the microphone as well. And it's, it's, it's electric bass. It's, it's not, it's a, it, they blended that sound into the recording it's just yeah. amazing what they did just so my, the sound of my bass even sounds more woody and more more like natural yes a, the, the sound of it no, just, and I noticed yeah. exactly what you're saying yeah. as I was listening on some of the tracks but mm. I mean that is just such Sensitive playing and, as you say, engineering as well. Yeah, the you know, the for, for your for the musicians you're working with to come in on your out on your <laughs> on the yeah. out press. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, we all we watching one another, and uh, you know, it's what what's what's so important is sometimes people are, are recording stuff, and then in the mix afterwards they try fix things and EQs and they fix stuff. What's the most important thing is how it's actually captured. Yes. If you can capture the sound from the beginning. Um, so I know on this album that when I heard it, 
captured before. It sounded very much like you're hearing it now. Yes. What you ju- what they just did in the mix was worked with the levels. Okay, maybe this y- needs yes. to be up a bit. The, or that, the balance. And the spatial, maybe they added a bit more reverb. But, but it was basically... Already, take, it's yeah. already already mixed already before it went to be mixed. Yes, the the engineering is is uh, is amazing. It's amazing, but of course the musicians uh, are, are, are. So, top, who, yeah. who are the musicians, and how did you come to know them? Uh, yeah, it's a long process because. I I toured with the, you remember my band the Prisoners of Strange absolutely okay yeah, iconic <laughs> iconic <laughs> so um, we had a tour in Europe in two thousand and nine and we landed up in Basel and there's this jazz school in Basel so which is now the top jazz school. It's called the Jazz Campus in the whole of Europe. Everybody, oh, they've got. I mean, the lecturers there. I mean, Brad Mulder was the piano teacher. Uh, um, Mark Turner is playing saxophone. Larry Grenadier and this guitar player is yes. also a teacher there. And so is Jorge. So when I, I did a workshop there in 2009, and Jorge, this drummer, was. Uh, at the workshop, yes. listening in. That's where I met him for the first time. And if anybody, Jorge Rossi is in music terms, he's a legend. He yes. was with Brad Maldau at the, the uh, live at the Village Vanguard sessions, and he's on ECM Records now. Yes. He's an incredible drummer. He's he's so to try and book him. You know, he's one week he's playing with Kurt Rosenwinkel, then he's with Joe Lovano, yes. then he's with Jacob Bro and Ava Hendrick. He's just, so he's playing with all these guys, yes. but he's also teaching there, and he's such a sweetheart. He's from Barcelona, so. When I played in 2009, they, the workshop went well. They gave me an artist residency the next year, 2010. And since 2010, I've been invited every year to come and do an artist residency at this jazz school. How beautiful. So I've built up a bit of a... It's become like my second home, Basel, at the jazz campus. Yes. It's incredible. And I'm meeting all these musicians and I meet them. It's become like a family. So I'm, that's how I built up the relationship. And, and with Wolfgang Mutzbiel, um I, I, I had a tour with his teacher uh, in, in 1990, Mick Goodrick. Yes. Mick Goodrick, he's a guitarist. He, he's the teacher of Pat Metheny. Yes. Um, he yes, was, I've heard of him, yes. Yeah, he's playing with, with Jackie Janet Special Edition. and with. So I, I, I managed to play with Mick Goodrick. And, and Mick Goodrick is also such a crazy guy, nice guy. And he teaches at Berkeley. And he says, yes. he's got this young student. He, he plays guitar. Uh, um, like Pat Mancini and he plays classical guitar like Segovia. He's yes. incredible. He says the problem is he sounds like Pat Mancini. Yes. <laughs> he's got it. So he's yes. a problem. Yes. You don't want to sound like Pat Mancini. You want to sound like yourself. Of course. Yes. <laughs> you know, you know, that's the thing. I remember when I was playing a uh, fretless in the days and, and people would tell me, Oh, you sounded just like Jacko. Yes. It's, it's a compliment, right? It's yes. meant to be a compliment. But, but then I used to go home mm-hmm. and I used to analyze what made me sound like Jacko so that I could take it out on my yes, plan. Yes. But I think that's a stage you reach. I mean, yeah. even as with your students, don't you yeah. find part of, 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 of the study in a way is to, is to transcribe what, what that person's doing? Yeah, well, okay. We can, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that. Let me finish with Wolfgang Muspil and yes, I want to yes. come back to you. That's a very, very important factor. Okay, yeah, no, okay. I'm interested. Very, I'll very important it. how I feel about that. <laughs> okay, so with Wolfgang Muspil, so I, I found out about, and he's, it was Wolfgang Muspil. This yes. was in 1999, so I knew about him. 
And my wife, she was in New York for something, men, uh, just a few years after, and she said, oh, she heard this incredible guitar player with a string quartet in New York. It was Wolfgang Mitzbill. And Wolfgang Mitzbill is from Vienna, and he moved back to Vienna. And um, he's now also on ECM Records. Yes. He's recording, he plays with Brad Mulder. He plays this incredible guitar player. So I've, over the years, I've got to know him now at the jazz school. Yes. So I thought one day, all right, um, why not? You know, if I let me ask him if because yes. uh, I've seen him at my gigs in 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 uh, Switzerland. I said, let, let me ask him if he would yes. be interested to play some. I, so I went up to him. Uh, I said, Wolfgang, would you be? You know, I, I want to do this recording. I'd love to do it with you and with Jorge. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yes. He, he, he loves my music, and uh, and that's the connection. So it was. I've seen him year after year at the school, and we've met and spoke. So it wasn't just, I just saw, it, it was like a... The seed slow, had been planted, yes. Yeah, the seed had been planted, and it grew, and it kind of grew um, into this, this project. Know, yeah. Yes. All right, so that other enough, what yes. did you mention about transcribing and, and yes, imitating? Yes, because I was saying often, and, and you as, as a teacher, in fact, just to say, I love the fact that you're all teachers as well, which yeah. is great. Yeah, but. Don't you find often with a young artist, and I think that's in, in any of the arts, there's a process where you study so that you, you kind of, you study a master so that you can learn your chops, if you like. Uh, yeah, yeah and, then you, and then you start finding your own identity. Well, that's the, the thing is that um, um, Transcribing, that's what it's about. You know, I used yes. to use vinyls. Yes. I used to record them onto cassettes and I had very good uh, chops for my cassette player, rewind, uh, stop, yes. rewind, play. You know, I, I really could. And I sit there with a the pencil. And then I, I had to do it in real time yes. because if you, if you slowed down the cassette, then it took the pitch down. Yes, yes. And yeah, yes. now yes. you've got apps so that you can slow everything down. Yes. But um, you really have to... You, that's the, your school of of music and your school of art, and is to transcribe and and study the masters and and trying to get the articulation, trying to understand how what they meant. To, you're trying to get into the the space of the artist to learn. So for me, it's you 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 imitate, okay? yes. you copy, you copy, yes, yeah, you be inspired by that, yes, and then you make it your own, yes. You have to make it your own. A lot of people. Don't land up at that level. Yes. But I believe everybody can make it your own. We all got different DNA. Yeah, absolutely. We're all unique. And what happens is when you're a child, you just um, were yourself. Yes. You weren't scared of trying to be anybody else. Yes. You just did your thing and you, and you weren't scared of just being yourself. And as you grow up and you start being aware of things and you start losing that and then especially when you come to academia yes you get your that inner child of yours gets replaced by some other stuff yes which is important because there you're studying and you're studying but the whole idea after that is to try and get back to you that inner child that you were when you were small trying to find that what was it that you it's, it's trying to get back to that, but then, of course, in a different level. Yes. Um, so, uh, um, you know, you make me think Picasso said, 
I spend my whole life trying to learn to draw like a child again. You see? And that's exactly. It. Yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Mommy, when I, I, I visit galleries and if, if I've been in Paris, so that you see all the artists, they allow them to go into the big galleries yes. and sit there. Um, um, in the Rodin Gallery, I see the artists sitting there and they're, yes. they're copying and they're drawing the masters. They're trying to understand the masters. Yes. They, they're copying the master so that they can actually just, how does this person get that blue? Yes. How, what did you yes. do to get that blue? Yes. Or that and, brush stroke. Or, <laughs> so yes. you can use it. The important thing is to try in the end to find your voice because we all have it. Doesn't matter if somebody, if it sounds like someone else, if it's you, if it's your voice. Yes. I mean, there might be someone and, else that it, sounds like me that I, when they talk, oh, I've heard somebody else on yes. this radio show and they sound just like you. That's okay. That person is them and I am me. Yes. It's not about being different. Yes. It's about finding you. It's about being, yes. Being uh, yourself and being honestly inherently being. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is good. I think references are also nice because references, you know, as, as, as a musician, I've heard, let me say, Jimmy Gludlu, I've heard yeah. young guitarists who mm. like, you know, they take elements from Jimmy, mm. let me say. And that's also nice. Do you it know, for we, a bit. we are inspired by, by all. By people, the things we hear, but I'm inspired a lot by safari, safari, especially yes. by nature, by, by a lot of events, things I read. Yes. I'm inspired by that. The thing is that if you just copy, you see, if you, if you just copy one person, yes, that's a problem. That's a problem, I because think. Because you, uh, then you're going to sound like that person. So I, I really, when you do a transcription, don't do more than three transcriptions of yes. one artist. Then you take, then you, you transcribe another artist and you take a little bit of yes. another artist. And so you're in a kitchen and you're taking, uh, you know, if you've got three chefs in a kitchen, yes. all using exactly the same spices, exactly the same amount, that meal's going to be, all three are going to taste exactly the same. Yes. But each chef takes, okay, takes a little bit of this spice, okay, a teaspoon or a tablespoon of this, a teaspoon. They're all t using the same stuff, but they're taking a little bit of this one, yes. a little bit of this one, a little bit, to try and create something that is theirs. Yes. And that's what it's about. Yeah. And yeah. again, if you copy, it'll never be as good as the original. No. You know? If I want to hear Pat Bethany, I'm going to... Are you going to hear Pat Bethany? I, yes. I want to... I want to yes. listen to Pat Bethany. Yes, you see? exactly. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yes. And, and I've always been on this road. I, I really feel that. I, uh, and the thing is that you've got to be inquisitive as an artist. You've got to search. You've got to try and find... Be inquisitive to try and find out stuff and, and find new ways, but not in a... Not in a way where you're using gimmicks. You know, yes. people use gimmicks to be different. Yes. yes. And no, if you find things that you love and you genuinely love, I mean, like I, I used to use springs in my music because I love the sound of springs. It reminded me of the reverbs that I hear in nature. What do you mean? What do you springs, mean? like desk lamps. Oh, yes. You know, those springs are, yes. and when I was around, I used to play with the springs and, oh, I love the yes. sound. So I used to take a, a whole bunch of springs to my gigs yes. because I wanted to incorporate that. Because it got that. like a reverberation. Yeah, I, and I brought that. In. Then I started building instruments at home using springs. Yes. And <laughs> it's because I loved, loved it. It's not because I, it would make me different. Yes. Or, yeah, exactly. That's the point. It's because I loved the sound of it. Yes. And, and a lot of people do th things that 
just to be different. Yes. And then it's like... It doesn't have that authenticity. No, and it becomes a gimmick. That yes. It becomes gimmicky. So, but if you are inquisitive and you want to learn and, and you want to find... So I'm I'm on my base. I'm in this last... During the COVID thing, if you listen to the way I'm playing on this album, I'm playing a little differently to my other albums. I'm playing yes. more... I'm treating the bass not really as a bass instrument. I'm treating it as a compositional tool, a way of playing the compositions on the instrument. It's, yeah. a, it's this. This is just now something that I'm using to paint my my music. Yes, that's what I'm doing. And yeah. it's almost like you've took that kind of concept of bass yeah. out, and you're using it as you say as. As a tool in itself. Yeah, so I, 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 I don't myself want to play, I don't want to use it as a, like, play all fancy solos and yes. stuff. I'm, I'm creating the compositions and then I'm going to book these amazing musicians to play the really juicy improvs and stuff yes. like that. I'm just creating the compositions yes. that I want. Um, You're providing the, 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 the home for yeah, the that's rest. What, that's what I'm doing, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's hear another song. <laughs> mm. Oh, there's so many I want to play. <laughs> okay, let's do song for Gina. Oh, that, that's my daughter's song. Yes. That's my, Maria. Mm. Maria, my daughter, she's also a musician. Yes. And she's not playing these pieces anymore. She composed a whole series of pieces, which I love. And she's doing some other stuff, which is also great now. She's playing, she's like gone into e- electronica stuff and yes. she's programming. And it's really good. But she, she sat at the piano and she started writing these little lines. They... Just like little phrases, and and I heard this one. I said, "Yo, Maria, that's so nice." And we played it a bit, and then she stopped playing. I said, "Maria, that 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 little line is so beautiful. Do you mind, my darling?" <laughs> My darling it. face, can I can I record it with I these incredible it. musicians? She said, oh, go ahead, Dad. Uh, and I've recorded it. Yes. And I've got and I've, I've added a little bass arrangement at the end of the composition. That, But basically, it's, it's her piece, and, and the way we play it is pretty special, I think. Yes. Yeah. Song yeah. for Gina. Yeah. Carlo Mambelli <laughs> with us on the World Show. Lullaby for Planet Earth, the name of the album. You've got to get it. goodness the bass <laughs> oh you took me into another realm with, with uh, that ending yeah with that ending beautiful mm. beautiful oh, thank you mm. and you said you added that little bit for your daughter i did at the end yeah yes. because she just had this little <coughs> line she wrote that on the piano and i thought wait maria you know how beautiful that is yes we're gonna we're gonna record it now I'm so pleased you did. Yeah. And yeah. please tell her from me. That was the song that first first caught me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, yes. and, uh, and Gina, of course, Gina's his sister, her eldest sister. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it was a song by for, by a daughter for the other daughter. Yes. Beautiful. She wrote it for her, her, her for Gina. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Maria and Gina. Beautiful. Yeah. Now you spoke about. Um, in fact, tell me about this. The, you were saying you found the sound because this is a slightly different sound. It is. My earlier sounds have been quite bright on the bass, and then I started writing music where I started 
using a lot of chordal stuff. Um, there's a tune on my last album, Angels and Demons, where in the end we all belong. Yes. And but it's when I played it, the, it was quite bright and it was scratching. So I, I, to stop that, I, I wore a woolen glove on my left hand during the recording that made it. Yes. So then I thought, no, wait, must be a way of just playing more pure. So I started experimenting with different strings, and I found the string which is very that I ordered from from America. I found out that Steve Swallow uses this brand, so I tried it out. It's a it's a flat wound. Yes. String, so it loses that brightness. But then I found a very, very thin one. That so it, the thinner the string, the more I love to play. Uh, uh, if you hear when I play, I use a lot of vibrato. So vibrato gives it that that, that more voice-like approach. So when you're singing and then you add the vibrato or yes. a violin, you know when you hear a violinist and doesn't play with a vibrato, yes. it's <laughs> dull and dead. But yeah. then so I, I started using vibrato a lot on my bass, yes. and it has a more darker woody sound and it's I said when I started playing and I heard it I thought yes it's it's bringing me m- more towards the, the natural nature sound because I, yes. I play electric bass but I treat it as an acoustic instrument yes yes a lot of people don't because I, when, I, when I don't plug into an amp I can still play it yes and you know people always don't see you as a bass player if you don't play contrabass. Yes. You know, this whole yes. thing. Yes. But I see myself as a... And that, that, that instrument is, you know, it, it goes out of tune. It has overtones. It has harmonics. It has vibrato. Yes. You can... It's still an acoustic instrument. Absolutely. Even though you plug it in. Yes. To, just to make it louder. Yes. Somehow. So I, I think that I, I'm in a space where it's, it's, it's helped me to experiment with different things on the instrument just by finding a, a different sound for myself. Yes. Yeah. And this is the sound that's sitting right in your it's soul for now. sitting with me at the moment, yes. yeah. And, and, and uh, for me, yeah. this, is, this is a sound that... It, 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 this is when I start talking about the frequencies. Yeah. yeah. Because it's got... It's beyond just the sound that's there. It's the sounds behind the sounds that yeah, it's, that's it's, there. It's, 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 mm. Yeah, and I've changed my right hand the way I'm... It's just that it made me play differently in my right hand, more like a classical guitarist with all the chords. And um, I, I, I'm playing... I'm finding I'm playing more gently. Yes, yes. So I, I'm always looking for more... How can I touch someone... With one note, so I, I have four four things that I always try, and I try to teach my students. I call it the four T's. Yes. The first one is tone. Yes. Develop your tone because you can touch someone with one note. If you can, if you can sing one note and move someone, that's what we want to do with music. Yes. We want to tell stories. We want to to make people dance. We want to to lift uplift people we want to unite people together we use music when we mourning yes it's music is so so when i play i want people to sense it's some sort of a miracle that they're hearing yes. with that one tone that sound and that's what i'm trying to teach my students develop your sound as sound so it's tone and time yes it's the next t for me Timing, develop, yeah. time, develop your, and you know, we, we have all the different sense of time, different cultures of different time. It's where, it's, do we play in front of the beat? Do we play behind the beat? As long as it's, um, constant. 
Yes. It doesn't yes. race or it doesn't drag because, you know, there's the Brazilians that we hear. You had some Brazilians Yes, here. yes. Do you know, so I was in Brazil and I, I, I played with lots of Brazilians and um, th- 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 when they play the drum, it sounded, I couldn't quite understand. I said, what is it you're doing? Why does it, yeah. a bossa nova sound like that when you play it? But when a jazz person plays yeah. it, it sounds dull. Yes. You know? Uh, it's because you, they said to me, you've got you to play as if you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> because because um, it's racing and dragging all at the same time. Yes. You know? So it's. Yes. But because it's constant. It, the, the temper doesn't race and the temper doesn't drag. Yes. So within these things, so that's time. Is, is, there's a lot to look at in time. You know, I'll, I often mm-hmm. I'll take somebody yeah. like Philip Tabani. Yeah. And I always think Philip plays on the other side of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what yeah, I, so yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And that's what gave him that Philip Tabani sound mm. because he's floats it, it pushes the parameters of time <laughs> that's it yeah it's yeah. it's it, it, it's it's floating it's uh um so you, you know i there's nothing wrong with uh, someone that wants to play exactly in time but i have a difficult i have a difficulty playing with drummers that are so perfect because then, then it's like playing with a with a drum computer yes i want i want to i want it to be breathing Yes. Yeah, and I call it uh, a f- like it's flexi time. Play with flexi time, kind of. Yeah. It's moving, it's breathing, and that's what Jorge does. This drummer, yes. you see him in the studio. You know, he, when he play, there's a lot of his times that Jorge plays. Well, he's not playing. He's he's playing the silence. So I'll, I look at him, and he's got his eyes closed. He's he doesn't play. He's listening, and then he picks up a brush, and he goes. Just one thing, and then he goes back to the sticks, yeah. and then he plays for a bar and a half, and he picks up a mallet and he hits ding, over there, and he picks, he's he's painting and listening, like listening to the music. Yes. So that's so the thirty is time, it's taste, uh, sorry turn, uh, time. T- uh, 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 time, taste, taste as in the notes that you pick. It does it, where does it come from? Is it coming from your heart or is it coming from the intellect? It's the taste, it's how we play. And we all, we all have got different taste. And, so, and you, you, can, know? you can use both. Yeah. You can play from your mind and you can play from your heart. Yeah, but you've got you gotta, you gotta to play. From, so we, we, what we do is when we study, we put in the stuff through, we, we put it into our, our intellect, into our, into the brain. We, we memorizing the stuff. You know, so when you study grammar, you, you studying the grammar, you, but that's not poetry. Yes. You're studying how to use the stuff. You're putting the stuff into the, into the intellect. Yes. But when you want to write poetry, you can't use the intellect. You have to go by your heart. That is poetry. There's a difference. It's true because anyone can learn technique. Yes. But not yeah. everybody's an artist. Okay, well, let's talk. The last, <laughs> the last one. <laughs> Technique is my last one. Yes. Okay, so people ask me, do you, do you need technique to be an artist? Okay, so I, I, I say you can be an artist without technique. Yes. You see, because you spoke about Picasso now. So if Picasso saw all that stuff in his mind, he knew how he wanted to change form, how he wanted to do 
to draw a few lines. He saw it already inside. Because you see the things inside as well before it comes out. I hear things before it comes out. Yes. And so you, the, the artist starts within. It's already there. Without the technique, what the technique does, it, it's the ability to take what you, what's inside the artist and share it. Yes. That's what the technique does. And the better your technique, the better opportunity you have of sharing at a higher level the stuff that you're hearing. Um, and then you, and you develop. Yes. So it's, it's all about techniques about sharing. Taste and technique. You're making <laughs> me think about that because that's like, mm. that's like, you could almost say they're the same thing, but they're not, because taste is choice in a way. Yeah, but ta- 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 well, it's not choice. Ta- taste, taste is. Look, we all get different tastes, right? Yes. So, so I can't walk into your house and say, "Look, I don't like your carpet." Yes. You love yes. your carpet. Yes. Man, I've got. I, yes. We all got different tastes. Taste. We can't judge one another on taste. Mm. But what taste does, what how what we can judge with different music, is the quality. So quality and taste is connected. Yes. So if if a, um, and I, I think I've, t- I've mentioned this before in the show, but I'm going to mention it before. So if I'm a carpenter and I've studied all the joints of how a table works. Yes. And look at this joint. Well, this is an amazing joint or this wood comes from this place, placing pressure or something. And now it's, it's in Buckingham Palace there. But I walk into a place and I see this piece of furniture. It's, it's not a piece of furniture that I would, Necessarily have in my own lounge. Yes. But I know the history of it. I know the quality, what went into making that because I have the knowledge of that. I can still appreciate it. Absolutely. So I might not be, um, maybe might I don't. not be your, your style, your taste. Maybe I'd, I'm not into Dolly Parton, but when I listen to Dolly Parton, well, I actually like her, yes. but, when, but I, I, I might not like that music, but when I listen to it, I can say, wow, just listen to that bass player, listen to the groove, listen to, to her voice. It's not my taste, but the more you understand about something, yes, the more you understand the quality and you make quality choices. Yes, yes. You play music. Yes. And that's what it tastes. The more you understand it, the more you've worked on it, the more experiences you've had. So we try to develop experiences. Experience, because the more experience you have, the more quality tastes you're going to have. And you can hear it in these musicians. Absolutely. You know, it's something that I say is like every genre of music Mm. has good and bad music. And that's what it is. And, and I might not be, a rock is not one of my realms. Yeah. But if it's good rock, I won't want to leave the room. That's you, a, you know, we have to be I won't o- be uncomfortable. Uh, yes. You have to be open to everything. Yes. Everything. It, music is about a message. It's about what does it bring. Yes. That's why you can, you know that there's someone playing a bow instrument in a, in the desert somewhere or any yeah just it has such an impact because it's a, what is the message behind that yes it's just as important as a swan lake or a bach prelude and yes. fugue it, it, it's, it's about the message of the music absolutely you know we have to be open and someone working with electronics, what does that bring? It's bringing something new. It's 
the, the different things we have to be open to, to everything and, and, and I'm very open I'm playing a certain way I'm playing my thing yes. but I'm musician so, we're going to have to end now and I wanted to play two songs but you know what yeah. I'm going to save Athens for next week because the vibes on Athens and Athens is it's, it's one of it's your a, songs it's one of my old tunes I've yes. and um, Athens uh, we just because pl- we played some gigs live with the trio and we used to play that tune live and it just sounded so amazing so we decided to record it and it came out beautiful yeah and I, I love his vibes on that oh, he's a great vibe yeah. player the drummer is an amazing vibe player no that's like on my list next week already <laughs> it's done sorted and sealed <laughs> okay, okay. I've got to make way for my brother George Maniossi is coming up next with uh, jazzing it up uh, so he's keeping it in the same spirit oh, nice. and of course <laughs> it's beautiful music yeah. but I'm going to end this feature with something that I think we all need in this world today Compassion the Hug that's the name of the song by the way <laughs> Compassion the Hug from Carlo Mombelli's Lullaby for Planet Earth yeah. what can you say about this one Carlo? Exactly what you said. That's exactly what we need to have is compassion for people. Thank you for so everyone. Much. Yes. You know what? I, now I, more I, than I, ever. I'm sorry I talked so much. No, I love it. That's <laughs> why I can play Athens next week. I can't have Carlo in the studio next week. <laughs> okay, well, it's so nice being here. Uh, it's yeah. such a pleasure. And, mm. you know, and even you say you're talking a lot, there's so much more. Like sitting here thinking, I want to be his student. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Yeah. Thank you, Carlo, for beautiful mm. work on so many levels. Thank you. And thank you for this beautiful offering, Lullaby for Planet Earth. Beautiful, thank you. Thank Thanks. you so Thanks, much. Thanks. Sure. Uh, yes, of course, George Maniosi up next. I'm going to leave you with this compassion, the hug. You've got to get the album, Lullaby for Planet Earth. Whatever else you do this week, make sure that you keep shining and, of course, keep it Kaya. Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.